This week on Bike Club, curl up in your cardigan and get cozy in your kitchen. We're ranking the top five fall comfort foods. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to Bike Club, presented by Tasty, a conversation show about the snacks, treats, and bites that make us who we are. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Katie. And each week on Bike Club, we take a food topic and create a totally definitive list of our rankings of that food. We may agree, we may disagree, we may have to fight it out, but no matter what happens, we're going to wind up with a list. This list is our opinion only, but on this podcast, our opinion is the only one that matters. And this week, we're ranking the top five fall comfort foods. Ooh, I just love fall. Me too. It's the best season. I think we could do a thousand episodes on it. But before we get to that, it is time for the catch-up. This is the part of the show where Katie and I, who are friends in real life, by the way, catch up on each other's lives and ask each other a food-related question. Okay, Jasmine, I have the catch-up mm-hmm. question today. Okay. Which of the seasons do you associate with the most delicious, most tasty foods? Winter? Spring. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. All right. (laughs) And why is winter? Winter. Winter just, I know fall is cozy, but winter is ultimate coziness. And I feel like in my life, I'm always going 3000 miles per hour. And winter is really when I allow myself to slow down as well as my metabolism. (laughs) My metabolism (laughs) definitely slows down in, in winter. I'm eating so much. It's so yummy. Lots of soups, stews, hot pot, a lot of just all of my favorite foods. And I'm in a big cozy sweater. I just, Mm, mm, mm. I know it's most delicious, tasty foods, but they're tastier when I'm comfortable. Oh, I I love that answer. Okay. And what is your least favorite? Summer because I'm uncomfortable in the summer. I love summer food. I was going to say summer was my top or fall. Really? Well, summer, I like, you know, I think of fresh fruit and anything refreshing, but 
I'm not wearing as comfy clothing. Yes. And I, so I feel like <laughs> I can't eat to my heart's content and being full when you're hot. Okay, but what about eating a taco after dipping in the pool? It sounds nice in the spring. <laughs> I would do that spring? in the spring. No. It's hey, we're, we live in California. You know, but the spring I find to be kind of the coldest. Is March considered spring? It's still May, really cold May is in nice. March. May is spring. May is nice. May is nice, but May is not hot here. Like fall doesn't happen for us till winter. And then winter happens like at the end of winter, early spring, I feel like. Oh, Katie, let's be real here. We get pretty good weather year <laughs> we round. Do, we do. <laughs> like we, I still go surfing throughout winter. Okay, but what I will say to East Coasters who are like, you guys don't know. Sometimes when they've come out here, because the it's so dry, there's not the humidity that kind of like when yeah. it's cold and humid, I feel like it's a slightly feels slightly warmer. But when it's like 50 and like desert dry 50, mm-hmm. it's that feels colder than 50 humid East Coast, I would say. Yes. In some case, I don't People know. People are going to come I'm, for me. People are going to come I, for yeah. me. I'm from the East Coast. It was pretty cold in the winter, man. <laughs> I know, but my husband's from the East Coast and he's oh, they're always making fun of me. But when I went out, I was like, wait, 50 here feels a little warmer than when we were 50 in LA just a second ago. That is correct. I do agree with that. But overall, it's just colder in the it East is, Coast. It is, it is. We don't have winter. blizzards. Yeah. We don't have snow. Like, like okay. Right, I'm, right. Well, okay. Like our electricity goes out in the winter. But we did you know? have like a blizzard last, like last year up in the mountains here in LA. Those people were stuck oh, in their yes. houses. Yeah, my brother crazy. went up to Big Bear at that time and they got snowed in and they, what's that, what's it called when you like slip in your car? Oh, you, oh, hi, oh hydroplane? Hydroplane. You, they like, hydroplane oh. down a, a hill and they like, they own, the only reason they didn't go over the hill was because there's a big boulder that kind of caught the car. This is ter- terrifying. I know, but which has nothing a great to story. do for food. <laughs> but we're going to get back to fall. Let's jump out of winter, which is okay, crazy. Let's do it. Let's and do go it. to fall. Um, and we have a very special guest today. He is an actor, writer, and author. You may know him from Community, Captain America, Winter Soldier. His book, Crap Kingdom, and The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To, or his podcast, Stay for Dinner. Give it up for DC Pearson. Hi, Bike Club. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Do you love fall or is there a season you prefer? I would say I like fall just fine. I think even just the concept of seasons is still novel to me because I grew up in Arizona where it's all pretty much just like the weather is pretty uniform. It's just like the, the volume dial and like temperature gets turned like way, way crazy high up in summer. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a rainy season. There's like a, you know, a season where there's like thunder, kind of crazy thunderstorms, monsoon season. And then it does get kind of cold in the winter, but like comparatively to other places, like not really at all. So it's the, the seasons are still very novel to me. So just, I, I will say I like seasons. Is that an answer? Yes, <laughs> sure. Cause you haven't yeah, had them. Precisely. But I do, I do like yeah, fall. Yeah, like I, I think those, tr- those hinge moments between seasons where you can really go like, oh man, it's fall or it's, oh man, it's winter. Or, oh man, it's spring but or summer, but it hasn't gotten old yet. I think I, those are the keys, like the first couple yeah. days. Um, is it lame that I think that lightning and thunderstorms are very exciting slash like more entertaining than TV? And It's so scary. I love them so much. Oh my God, I don't like them. No, it's not lame. I don't think so. My dad literally used to tell me when we were growing up and there would be a crazy thunderstorm in Phoenix that they were um, uh, Star Destroyers from uh, Star Wars. Whoa, like not cool. literally, but he was like, I wasn't, I wasn't an idiot. But he was like, just imagine that they, if it's like scary, like imagine that that's what that is. And that's something you like, and then it'll make it not scary. It'll make it cool. And I did that and I still like them. I still think about it. I think it's cool. 
That is so cool. I'm, I'll think about that but, next time. <laughs> but I understand too, Jasmine, the feeling of being like, this is crazy. Did our roof just break off with that last like yeah, yeah, thunderclap yeah. and or lightning strike? Because when a, when a when thunder hits and it sounds like it's like it's been like kind of far away and then suddenly it's like that was like in our house. Yeah, it's pretty uh, terrifying. For me, Agreed. it's the unpredictability. I'm just like chilling and it's like boom and I'm like ah. I'm like, okay, cool. It's not like every 20 seconds, you know, it's like whenever it wants to. And I'm like, ah, yeah, it's I too just much. visualized so, that as like comic panels for whatever reason. It's like, it's like chilling. And then it's like, boom. And then I'm like, ah, like it was all very bright, like little word bubbles. We're, we digress. We need to talk about this fall comfort foods top five. Yes. You've got to pick the top five fall comfort foods. Is there anything that we think can't be on this list or like what makes a good fall comfort Okay, food? I am going to, say no because I always felt left out when I was younger talking about fall foods because my family did not eat the, the traditional cereal, yeah traditional American. fall correct yeah so I understand that fall foods might be very particular to someone's upbringing their identity and 100 so I'm saying no minus pretzels and coffee <laughs> well um, I wanted a pretzel mashed potato well I would tell you to um Jasmine hates fix pretzels. your taste I just we're, like, we're bringing this up to you DC just in case well I guess I need to make a whole new list <laughs> it's all pretzel and false yeah. listen listen it's democracy I su- I support it so I I understand if if two two against one I I, I will sell. I think to your point I think that's good we, nothing can be off this nothing is is automatically off this list because it is a very, I think comfort foods in general are very personal. What yeah. makes you comfortable doesn't make someone else comfortable. So mm-hmm. we got to come to some agreement though on the comfiest. <laughs> yeah. No, like watermelon for fall. I, oh that, yeah. That is at that point, it's not even personal. It's I just think it's got to be in season, right? Like <laughs> let's just, it's got to be in season. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more bike club. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Welcome back to Bike Club. 
<laughs> All right. I'm excited. Okay. We're going to put 20 minutes on the clock and we usually give our suggestions working from the bottom of our list to the top of our list. All right. Everyone ready? Yeah. Ready. All right. Top five fall comfort foods list begins in three, two, one. DC, since you're our guest of honor, would you like to go first? I'm going to kick it off here with a galaxy brain move that might sort of like solve all of our problems or it Ooh. might just completely take us off track because I feel like when I was thinking about fall comfort foods I think you have ones that are kind of more associated with like halloweeniness and then you have like I think just this giant again and we're I think we're primarily speaking here about like sort of I guess quote unquote like traditional American you know mainstream whatever food traditions that you have this giant like sun in the galaxy of comfort food, fall comfort foods called Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? That's just like, yeah. it's a, it's a giant food holiday and just feeling like, oh, I could go through and just list all of various Thanksgiving foods, but they kind of, each one has their drawbacks. People have things they don't like about them. A lot of people are like, I don't like turkey, whatever. And that might be our next episode. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that makes sense too. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and ruin your next episode here perfect, by really suggesting and trying to almost kind of like just deal with Thanksgiving right off and be like, we can even take it out of the conversation or this could just be, you could just drop in your next episode right here after what I'm about to say. Um, it could be a, it could be a Turducken episode. How appropriate is that? Oh my God. An episode um, within an episode. <laughs> number five, I have Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Oh, I think because that's on its own category because we're doing Thanksgiving sides. So don't worry. A Thanksgiving sandwich. Interesting. Cool. I have never had one mm. because I don't like turkey. Yes. <laughs> what I think the Thanksgiving sandwich is attempting to do is a it's like you're eating it on a day when it's not literally Thanksgiving. So you're not like around family and there's not all the weird pressures of that. It's just like, okay, <laughs> Thanksgiving is in our rear view mirror. Now we just have, have all these leftovers to work with. But also I think the Thanksgiving sandwich is trying to compensate for a lot of the shortcomings of a lot of the various Thanksgiving foods. It is like a Avengers of Thanksgiving foods, particularly like turkey is dry. Like everyone knows this, even like the best cooked turkey is like a little bit dry yeah. and you got cranberry sauce sticking everything together. You got stuffing, you got, I don't know, just, you know, stick around for the next episode, basically just take this. <laughs> but I did think like, I just had fall. I just had Thanksgiving sitting there uh, and I, I needed to do something with it. So I was like, let me just sort of like get it off the board. Number five, Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. I like this one. I know Jasmine, maybe this doesn't resonate as much since you didn't grow up eating as many of these like more traditional foods with Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. um, like American traditional. Um, yeah. but I, what it reminds me of is being home at my mom's house. And like you say, like the next day we're like all the chaoticness and all like the stress is done. And now we're just like, let's watch a Christmas movie. We're getting ready for the holidays and let's make like a fun sandwich. And like you put, you make a little plate of like everything that's left over and everyone has their own way of doing it. And I do love that idea. I didn't even think about it, but it is definitely comforting to me when I think about that. So I, I like it. And it's a very popular, beloved creation yeah. amongst the public, I will say. And you got to have cranberry on it. I know people yes. are like- Which I've never had still. <laughs> I, Jasmine, I'm going to make you my port wine cranberry sauce. And Ooh, does it taste like wine, like heavily? Mm, no, 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 no. It's sweet. That was it's not really believable. Sweet. Oh, <laughs> she was like, no, 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 no. She said no, 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 she's no, just no, pouring no, no, a, no. a jug of port wine <laughs> in the background. <laughs> there is a lot of port wine in it, so maybe it does. 
<laughs> Anyways, I, I, I'm down to put this at five in general, but I, Jasmine, how do you feel? What do you think? I know you haven't had it. I mean, I've heard about it so much that I feel like it kind of deserves it. Oh, okay, great. So leftover Thanksgiving sandwich? Yes, at five. Okay. By the way, everything's temporary. So should our Precisely, conversation, yeah. you know, progress, it may go up in the list or it may drop. fall off the list. <gasps> Love a pun. <laughs> that was a good one. Now it's number one. <laughs> okay, Jasmine, why don't you go next and uh, throw one out there? I'm going to go in with my number four because there's only four spots left. So my number four, uh, braised collard greens. They're so good. They're flavorful. The bits of pork, the spice. You get everything from tanginess, savoriness. It goes with every single bite and moistens every single bite. Now I know, Katie, you hate vegetables. However, it's a problem. It's a problem. (laughs) It has pork and you love pork. So yeah, I was like, "Mm, collard greens. I haven't had them very often. But when you said pork, I was like, oh, that does sound fantastic and, and like it being cooked bits. in the pork fat like ooh, yeah ooh, ooh. the little bits because they get under the parts of the greens every bite just has bits of pork and the spice salty. you like spice i like yeah. spicy i like salty i mean it does and sound it's sour bitterness, the bitterness from the greens originally yeah exactly oh so yeah good. it's so complex it's pick. just like such a delicious <laughs> soul food it just makes my heart feel warm i could eat a whole bowl of it do you when do you when do you have this most often well i grew up in the south so i so, ate a lot of soul food growing up yeah um so that's the thing i'm like is this really fall if i eat it year round because like i love soul food but it we do i think it's eat- a great side during the fall like i think it feels very fall it's very like savory, like yeah. a cooked vegetable, you know, rather than like fresh salads or something from summer or spring. So I think it's right. Fun. I would also say something that I think defined a lot of these for me when I was thinking about them was like, how is it going to make the house feel while it's going on? Where it's like, mm. you could have it going on the stove. It's like smelling good all day. If you, especially if you have like some like smoked meats or something in there, like, and I think the longer it goes, usually like the better it's going to be. Like if it's getting truly just like broken down and infused. So I think like that feels very fall to me. Like it's rendering your house cozy. Wallet. Yeah. Do you, like does the smell of onions cooking on a pan just oh. always get you hungry? Like it yes. always gets me hungry. Yes. Okay. It smells so good. <laughs> it smells so good. Sorry for people that don't like onions. I know there's people out there, but I just love don't apologize to them. I'm also, not, like, you sorry. They should apologize do, to us. <laughs> they probably also, they like onions as an element without even realizing it. They probably do, so where it's like hidden. It's not but like the But I don't want to speak for them. I don't want to speak. I'm not speaking for onions. Don't speak for them, DC. Don't. <laughs> there are so many sauces that you saute the onions and then you blend them up with another ingredient and they have no freaking clue. That's true. It's true. That's what I'm doing to my child right now. She's noticed that green things don't taste well, like good. And as soon as she sees it's all green, like I have to cover it in like tomato sauce or something because she oh. will. Oh. not eat it. Mm, but she loves tomato sauce. So that's great. Maybe tomato yeah. sauce is really good. It's really good. Okay. But I, my only caveat to this is, could it be number five since it's so vegetable forward and I am not like the sure. biggest vegetable. I'll take that. I'll take that. <gasps> I'll, I will go with, I will agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Katie, what's your next nom nom nominee? This is hard. Cause I, things have moved around for me. Um, and I think I've tried to get this one thing on the list Many times. Is it Beef Wellington? (laughs) No. (laughs) My sister called me up after that episode and she was like, I agree with you on the Beef Wellington and they are crazy. 
Sorry, so, where were you trying to put it? Hand food, hand food. And she said mini beef Wellingtons. And then it's not that neither of us don't like beef Wellington. It's just that we've never seen it on a, oh, at least I'll say I, I statement. I've never seen a mini beef Wellington on a menu in my life. <laughs> it was at a wedding and it was an order of those being passed around. Don't be jealous that you weren't there. <laughs> I mean, I might be jealous, but two things can be true at the same time. I've never had a mini beef Wellington. <laughs> Whatever. That's neither here nor there. I'm going to throw out my, um, my, no, DC, you're next. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How dare you? Um, okay. I, okay. This is, I'm going to, this was at my number five, but what I realized when I'm looking at my list, like it has to get on the list. And actually I, I throw some others to the side. So I'm going to say chili. I love a turkey chili. I love, it, it could be whatever recipe you want, but one of the first things I ever made like my mom was like, I'm late to coming home. Could you throw together a chili? And I was like, I have no idea what to do. And she's like, just grab some beans, grab the chili sauce, grab the tomatoes. And like, I just made a recipe and it tasted delicious. And I think you just cannot go wrong. And it's super comforting. And that's my nominee. Chili was number one for me. Chili's number <gasps> one on my personal Chili's number list. one. Absolutely. Yes. I'm, I'm fully in favor of this. I think there's so many different kinds. You will hear people, I feel like traditionalists from like, say, Texas, there's like a whole thing that they say where they're like, if you know beans about chili, you know, chili doesn't have any beans or whatever. It's oh, just there wow. in their mind. It's just like literally like meat? red ground meat and like red stuff that you're just shoveling into your mouth in a Western, which I'm sure is delicious, but I'm, I can, I, I think chili encompasses so much. We do a sweet potato and black bean chili. I really Ooh. like, I'm, I'm all in. There's a really good, uh, Ruth Reichel recipe that she has in a book of hers. That's like a Thanksgiving, like Turkey chili that her and some other chefs made for like firefighters that were like doing nine 11 rescue work. And it was just oh. like the most like sweet, loving thing ever. It's a really good recipe. I'm all in on chili. I think chili encompasses so much to me. It defines fall comfort food. I could not agree more. Jasmine, <laughs> oh, you want me to follow up with that firefighter story? Are you serious? Yeah, wow. Jasmine. Yeah. How do you feel about nine 11 heroes? Bad or, or good, right? Good. Good. Number, number one. Chili, number one. No, the thing is what I'll say, I think there's something, it's so hearty and so nourishing. And I think that, and like warming, but not like necessary. It doesn't have to be like super oily and heavy. It can just be this like, it can be very healthy. A chili can be very healthy. You could do turkey. I don't know. I just think that it's very like, I don't know, filling in a way that's loving and nurturing and good. I don't know. Like a porridge. Like Okay. I, I love chili. I actually made it so, 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 so much uh, when I was dieting. So maybe I have that association <laughs> oh, with it because uh, I'm like, I would make a turkey chili. To be honest, it was really good. I loved it. My whole family would eat it when I made a big batch. Um, maybe I, I just don't think of it as fall. Like I, I just mm. ate it year round. So it didn't even kind of click with me that I would associate it with fall. So it's not on my list. <laughs> Can we get it on this list? <laughs> sure. Five. What if, what if we, what if, <laughs> So you think Thanksgiving sandwich over chili? Uh, I guess not. But like it also to me, I'm like, oh, chili at number three is not where I would put it. Like to have chili at three and braised collard greens at five. For me personally, I, you yeah. know, to me, that's a shock. I, I would agree. <laughs> a shock. A shock to the system. I think probably the best solution here is one that's going to make everybody feel like they lost a little bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. kind of the ideal. No, no, no. The 9-11 heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
Wait, okay. What I was going to propose is that sandwich could be put to a shout out for a moment and I that think, yeah. collard greens could be five, still five and chili could be four since it's his one. And yes. it was my five, but like, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm thinking it's my two or one. I, I just, as I can't not have it at the fall. Okay. So then that means we're bumping leftover sandwich down or out. Mate, yes. Out for now. Is that okay? I think just as long as like I appear in like a sort of like half opacity, like the ghost of me appears during the Thanksgiving episode and it's like, Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll we'll be, make sure. I'm fine with that. We'll make it's, sure. It's, Thanksgiving seems like it's going to be well covered. I'm, I'm content with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then I put chili at number four. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is like hard. This is hard. I'm like sweating. There's a lot of sweat. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, you got it on. So, okay. DC, what's your next nom nominee? Um, my next one is, I, I guess, go, going, I'm, I'm sort of going out of order even for myself just because I want to get this one in there, which is candy, Halloween candy. I feel like you see it so much in the fall. You see big bowls of Halloween candy. Obviously, it's not a savory food, but I feel like we're talking desserts are in the conversation. I feel like just a big bowl of sort of the Halloween all-stars. You got your Reese's, you got your M&M's, you got your Snickers. Like I just, I just so associate that with yes, Halloween, but then it really just feels like it's just, we just get inundated with Halloween candy. And to me, that's comforting. You see it Mm. everywhere this time of year, no matter what. I do love my Halloween candy. I eat candy every single day, but I got (laughs) to say, yes, I don't think of candy when I think of fall (laughs) comfort foods. I just don't think of it as a food, you know, I'm like, "Mm, treat. Like maybe fall comfort treats, I would think about that. I'm on the page with Jasmine. There's something that it is like, I get, I get what you mean. Like it's comforting. Like it's fun. It's that time of year where you can really gorge on sweets, but there's something that like, there is that like too much gorging and like the anti-comfort of that, like of having too many sweets that like, <laughs> I just don't see it on this. this I don't relate to that part of what she okay. said, but I just don't think of it as food. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, I agree. We can shout it out. I think there's a chance here. I'm I'm fine with it not being on the list. I think there's a chance here that I'm either like the voice of the people on this one and people are going to be like, oh my God, yes, candy. That was the first thing I thought of. Or people are truly going to be like, please never have that guy on again. He is a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, candy. You're not a lunatic. Thing. He's a child. Right now. And like, tell us. a child on. Katie tells me I'm a child all the time because I no. love candy so much. I also no. hate vegetables. Who am I to speak? Who am I to talk? I You're said. right, Katie. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> you guys also might just get a lot of pinatas writing in being like, yes, no, leave it inside of us. No, don't take it out. Pinatas, let us know how you feel. Thank you. Um, okay, Jasmine, do you want to take the next one? Sorry, DC. <laughs> I think I might go in with my number two just because I think someone might also agree with me on number one. Um, and it is a fall comfort food that I grew up eating. And it is, while it is eaten year round, it is often made during the fall with big family gatherings. It is delicious. It has so much flavor. It is called karbichin and it is a Korean braised beef short rib dish. <gasps> Earlier, I queued up this video so I could show it to you. Wow. It is it gets braised for like anywhere up to 10, 12 hours, but I use an instant pot, so it only takes me like two. And it is a soy base with lots of garlic. There's daikon radish, there's carrots, you can Ooh. add glass noodles. But a modern take is them adding a heaping amount of mozzarella on top. <gasps> what? And they torch yes. it. And it's so, so good. And it gets melted. Oh they my! Scorch she it. has the visuals oh. here. 
This is she's has that goes so far. <laughs> that goes I, so far. I just have that, to show you. That's a team of people working on that. There are multiple people with blowtorches <laughs> melting so the many, cheese on literally, top. Or somebody's double fisting little like two torches. Uh, <laughs> cooking blowtorch uh, acetylene <gasps> torches. That was incredible. Jasmine, it is I, so good. Well, I'm if like, you, is this number one? Like, this looks amazing. She's showing us a cheese pole now that has been going. I think it's over two feet. It's so crazy. It's so expensive. This thing is like oh. ninety bucks, and it's just like you know a plate for. We had three people. We almost finished it. A hundred <gasps> bucks. And so, if you go over and an auntie made Wait, this, you ate that one we just watched. Yeah, yeah, I ate that. Oh my wow. gosh, I feel like I'm meeting a famous person now. That was incredible. <laughs> A queen. It's a queen. Yes. So good. So if you I'm go so over jealous. to someone's house and they make it, you'll hear an audible gasp from everyone. Like, oh my God, you made carpeggium? Like, that's a lot of work. Ugh. Okay. Can you send me your Instapot recipe so I can try this? Oh yeah. It's on my website. I'll send oh, it to you. Oh, send me. Hey guys, actually, go check out Jasmine's website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it this weekend for a dinner party, actually. It's like high effort, but I'm going to do it. Oh, that rocks. But. Your friends are so lucky that that I'm very <laughs> jealous of that. I have made a braised short rib recipe mm. before that I feel like is a it might be like a Dave Chang one. And it's uh, he he uses like pear juice and like um, like. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps tenderize it, the meat. Asian pear. Yeah, it was incredible. I, I literally like I said to my wife a couple weeks ago, I was like. Once it's fall, like once the count, once like the temperature like shifts a little bit, there will just be nonstop braising in this household. If like yeah. it's not braising, we're doing something wrong. And something. this might be next. This might be next to get braised. Yes. Uh, yes. You should do it. It's so good. Oh, that's such a good idea. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Wait, I'm so- going to get sold on a food. I'm like, I've never eaten it in its full glory and I might, I might get sold on it so hard. I feel and like this could be number two. Like I yeah. were number one. Like yeah. I think it could be very. It's my number two. Because I also think it's nice to represent for as we talked about not this sort of like cliche. Yeah. Like it's fall. just like you're, we're talking. We're talking about the whole world here. World, really, yeah. the whole world. If your experience is some autumn in some form, so I think you know. Oh, you guys are so um, inclusive. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just hungry. <laughs> no, I'm not inclusive. I'm we, hungry. Let's put it at two for now, just in okay. case there's any other ones. But I, it, it's a, it's a number one potential. Just looking and, at the visual, what? like, okay, we only have one minute left. My next nom nom nominee, oh my God, is chicken pot pie. Oh my God. You, you spoke sooner than I could get my sentence out. That's my number one. <gasps> oh, uh, DC doesn't seem a soul. <laughs> no, He's I just shocked. never really thought about it as a fall food, but I love it. And it does seem perfect for fall because it's kind of representing, there's almost a pie element to it with the crust. Mm-hmm. You got the soupiness. Uh, it, it's one of those things that anybody's always happy to like eat it or have it made for them. I'm, I'm, I, that, that works for me. Cause also roast chicken was one that I was playing around with. Roast chicken is basically <gasps> my favorite food. So Ooh. I feel like this kind of represents that and folds in some other cozy fall elements as well. I'm fully, roast you don't need to sell me anymore. I'm, I'm all in on this, the CPP. I think, okay. Do number one. Okay. Yeah. Then we still have one more time slot and we only have like zero seconds left. I think we okay. need a pumpkin thing, right? I, like pumpkin bread. I did think about pumpkin bread because I, my mom always makes it in the fall. I think you can get it at coffee shops. It just sort of is a little taste of fall that you can have all fall. You know what I mean? Like it's representing the whole season, Halloween, Thanksgiving. It's all, in, it's all inclusive of, of the, the sort of tent poles of the season for me. And I like it when it has a little frosting on it. Like, I don't think I've ever had a bad pumpkin bread because I think where bread goes wrong is it gets dry, but pumpkin is just like a moisture bomb. And I think that that like, it's, I love pumpkin bread. I can't say enough good things about it. 
Okay, I love pumpkin bread. It's like one of my favorite breads ever. But my number three is a different kind of bread. Oh, what is it? What is it? What is corn it? Corn bread. <gasps> oh, I thought about putting it too. But it's then sometimes so cornbread good. is summer. Sometimes I have cornbread in the summer. Oh, really? With my barbecue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I usually have it in the fall. When we were really young, my mom, before Thanksgiving, she would go to Boston Market and she would get their cornbread. <gasps> and it had, they put actual kernels of corn in there. So when Which you is, eat it. So sweet. That so burst good. of juice. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like I was awake and dreaming at the same time. <laughs> Phenomenal. Wow. So I that's want that. on my list. I need that experience. <laughs> it sounds like you might have been on drugs. Cornbread and chili go like, it is that meme yes. of sort of like the, the Rocky True. and Apollo Creed meme of like their two yeah. arms. What you if know, we say chili and cornbread? Like what do we say? Fold chili no. plus cornbread. Like what do we, we fold We can't that do in? that. No, okay. Never mind. I'm <laughs> you can't be like, I need a number one combo. Okay, I I think pumpkin. I think pumpkin bread could go on here. I'm not opposed to it. Though okay. it did make our last list. I it did. Say. It's a it's a it's a it's all-star. a different list though. A a different list though. <laughs> I think we have the list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is our uh, list for top five fall comfort foods. At number five, we got braised collard greens. Number four, fall star, if you will. My second fall <laughs> punch. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, I really am a dad. Um, chili. Number three, we have the the VP of two episodes, pumpkin bread. Number two, we got carbichim, which is Korean braised beef short ribs. Number one. We have, I, I'm thrilled about this. I did not expect this at all walking in and I'm I'm so surprised and the chances of me eating this in the next 24 hours just went like through the roof. Number one, chicken pot pie. Yay! Oh my gosh. This is such a good list, guys. I love this list. I love this list. I love us. At the end of every, every time we make a list, I feel so accomplished and I happy. I know. It's perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Bike Club. 
I feel like we've developed a deep bond, which I think is going to help us go through this next section. And now it's time to top off this episode with the dessert portion of our show. As a chaser to our main meal list, we like to switch it up and serve a sweet new segment for your listening pleasure. And today's dessert is the leftovers. The Leftovers is the segment in which we read your emails and comments on episodes past. We may have already recorded and released the episode, but we know you, the listener, might have some leftover thoughts, which you can always email to us at biteclubpod at gmail.com. This first email comes to us from Mary, who writes... Aloha, Jasmine and Katie. First of all, I love listening to your podcast. You're so funny, and I can totally see myself hanging out with you both. Oh, awesome. We love. We want to hang out with you, too. <laughs> I never write into anything, but after listening to last week's irresistible chocolate desserts episode, I couldn't resist (laughs) sticking tongue out (laughs) winky face. Katie's mud pie. Katie's mud pie is a real dessert and one of my faves. Okay, thank you. I can't believe Jasmine has never had it or heard of it. But when you said you always had it for your birthday and your mom used mint chocolate chip ice cream, isn't that grasshopper pie? Both are delicious. Well, we called it mud pie, but it probably was grasshopper pie. (laughs) Um, And she continues, and totally different topic. Why do you ladies say chicken katsu? Here in Hawaii and in Asia, it's pronounced katsu. Is it a mainland pronunciation? Just curious. Love you, ladies. Jasmine, congrats on your engagement. Can't wait to hear some of your top wedding food lists. Your fan, Mary. Oh, Mary, thank you for writing in and thank you for the congratulations. I first must defend myself. I don't say katsu. I say katsu. I was about to say that's on me. I I, say katsu and it should be katsu and I apologize. Yeah, not me. I say katsu. I have to uphold my Asian-ness, okay? I am full Asian. (laughs) I think that this was definitely my bad and I I didn't notice that I was doing it, but yes, it's katsu and I apologize to everyone. (laughs) Oh, but you know, Katie, guess what? When I was in SF last week, I was at a restaurant and you know what was on the menu? Katsu? Mud pie. (gasps) I've been vindicated. (laughs) And me and George go, it's real. (laughs) Thank you. Have you, DC, have you had mud pie? I have had it. I listened to this episode and I... (gasps) I did, I sympathized with both sides because I think it's not something that is always like you, everyone, I just assume must have run across it. But I definitely feel like it was like, maybe you would see it on a diner menu. Like, I I do feel like I remember it's interesting Mm. that person's Hawaiian because I feel like I remember going on vacation with their, uh, there with my grandparents growing up and seeing it like on menus as a like very decadent kind of like a really over-the-top version of mud pie that was delicious. Is Oreo the crust usually? Or is it like a chocolate crumbly crust? Anything with an Oreo crust, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I would do a chicken katsu with an Oreo crust. Uh, I wouldn't do that actually now that I say that out loud, but I really like Oreo (laughs) crust. Mary, write in again. Yeah, please. (laughs) Mary's like, we would never do this. (laughs) (laughs) Unsubscribe. I would never hang out with you people. (laughs) Um, No, Mary, that's, and the grasshopper pie, that's probably what it's called. I think in my family, we were just lazy and we were like, it's also mud pie, but it, it seems like they might be two different things. And finally, we have a minor delicious dilemma from 
Bathul, who writes, I'm off to college later this year and I'm planning to get a mini rice cooker since my dorm doesn't allow any stoves. Can you recommend rice cooker recipes as well as tips to utilize rice cookers and make the most of it? P.S. I love the podcast. Always looking forward to each episode every week. Aw, thanks for writing in, Bathul. Uh, excited for college. I yeah, hope so. Yeah, congrats for college. That's so That is a huge deal. I love rice cookers. I'm actually surprised that your college is letting you have a rice cooker, even a mini rice cooker in your dorm. Mine did not allow any heating appliances. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. Like anything. Anything. This might like, be a better to ask for forgiveness than permission situation. Like I feel like yeah, probably yeah, yeah. if like you're just uh, bringing people it ask, a it mini would not be one allowed, is- but... <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, don't, please don't uh, also bring this up in court when you get charged for burning your door down. <laughs> DC said I could bring it and not ask. <laughs> Fight Club totally approved what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I even wrote to them and they gave me advice. So <laughs> no, I think it's smart to be bringing a mini rice cooker. I feel like there's a lot of things you can do in it. Yeah, 100%. I think I saw a mini rice cooker, uh, a Dash one at over at Target for like 10, 15 bucks. And that will really help you out. I mean, you know, you can just get a big wholesale bag of rice. You can put the water in it, add powdered bouillon, mix it up. I do this all the time. You can even add some garlic in there and top it off with your favorite vegetables like broccoli, carrots, and uh, slice up some chicken thighs, put it on top, let it cook until it goes off. And you'll have yourself like an amazing, easy, simplified version of maybe Hainanese chicken rice. So flavorful. You can also make like dessert in there. You can make a really moist cake. I made like a cheesecake cake. Like it had cheesecake in it, but it was also very cakey. It was an upside down like pineapple cake. You Mm -hmm. don't need to do the upside down part if you don't want to have like caramel in there, but I still feel like you could make a cake if you like someone's birthday or just a little special treat for yourself in that. I wonder if you could do brownies, some like moist brownies in there. Probably, I bet you could do anything. I haven't made a lot of desserts in there, but I did make that cake one time. Your Honor, I was trying to make brownies. That they- <laughs> and burnt down my in whole fairness, door. <laughs> I, I will say, I don't have a ton of rice cooker experience, but Jasmine, when you said, briefly when you said like they have a Dash 1 at Target, I did just imagine briefly that it was for your dashboard of your car. Uh- <laughs> like they make an on-the-go rice cooker. It's like, that is really convenient. You can start dinner when you're leaving work and it's done by the time you get home. And then I was like, no. And if you're using it in Arizona, it. you don't even need to plug it in. You could just leave it on no, your just, dashboard. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Leave it in your car the entire day. Just leave yeah. chicken in your car anytime. <laughs> it's fine. Um, hey, it'll smell good when you get in. <laughs> will it? Will it? Let's be honest. Well, um, if it fully really cooks, if that's it fully really cooks, that was like, what do I write down? What are they talking about? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Bethel, we hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening to our show. And I hope you have a great first year at college. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. It's going to be so fun. Well, you guys, I think we made a beautiful list. DC, thank you for joining us. Where can uh, people find you? Thank you for having me. I think probably most relevant to listeners of this podcast would be on Instagram. I'm like basically not really on Twitter anymore, uh, but on my Instagram does feature a fair amount of like cooking stuff. Uh, so I would say Instagram.com slash D-E-E-C-E-E Pearson because I signed up for Instagram like way too late and my actual name was taken. <laughs> um, and then I had a podcast for a long time. It's not active anymore, but it was kind of my pandemic, like early lockdown era project called Stay for Dinner that I think people who like this podcast might like where I would cook a meal. And then, uh, so you hear me sort of like cooking and chatting about that and whatever. And that is, people have described that as like comfort 
comfort, yeah, an ASMR cozy kind sort of, of a, yes. yeah, a little bit. Um, and then initially when we started the podcast, the idea would be like, I would literally eat it with the guest and then we would talk about it. But then that was like March 7th, 2020. And so that became like uh, impossible very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I would just like Zoom with them, but still fun. A lot of like food talk, cooking talk and whatever. Um, and food memories and stuff like that. And that is still out there at Stay for Dinner, wherever your podcasts are podcasted. And it's also on YouTube. It's very comforting. I was listening and like just hearing like the burner turn on and like the Ooh. pan, you know, it's very nice. It's just nice to, it feels like you're in the kitchen with someone and they're yeah. chatting with you. So cozy. Thank you. If you guys want more from us, you can follow us at BuzzFeed. Tasty. Or email us with your questions at biteclubpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 909-833-9213. For episodes in the future, we're looking for any questions about food and specifically more delicious dilemmas, any ethical situations you found yourself in relating to all things food and drink. Thank you for eating with us and we will see you next week on Bite Club. Thanks. Bye.